Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Man United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related, please, people. Apologies on the lateness, that's on me. As you can see, I'm somewhere else. I'm not in the usual setup, so that's why we are indeed late. But you are going to get the show. So like I said, keep all your questions, all your comments, Manchester United related. It is a big game today as well. And it's the Tuesday edition of the show. So I'm joined by Mr. Ivorian Spice, Red United TV in the building. What are you telling me, Ivorian? You good? Um, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. And, and indeed, you're right, Flawless. It is a big game, must-win game, you know, to start off our Champions League campaign. Whew. But hey, we're here to talk about it, you know what I mean? Like, big up to everyone that's tuning in because boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's another week, Flawless, and it's not the best yeah. week we've had. Facts. Another week and just typical, you know, Manchester, typical Manchester United. And that's why I titled this, is it a must-win game for Manchester United? So that's what myself and Ivorian will be discussing. Of course, Ivorian will also be giving his thoughts and opinions on the Crystal Palace defeat and whatever else you lot feel free to ask us as well. But let's bump up the likes first and foremost. Let's bump up those likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Share this across all of the socials as well. And on top of those two things, make sure you subscribe. Yeah, I see it. it's a touch. But yeah, make sure you, if you hear any noises, my niece in the background, people. But yes, as I was saying, make sure you hit the like button on the video. Make sure you share this across all the socials. And Mitch, share across all the socials and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well. And when you subscribe, make sure you hit the notification bell as well. Let's run through the, um, some of the comments already. Big up Warrior J. Warrior J. I did. Someone said this to me yesterday about Onana not playing. Banyan Deer will make his Manchester United debut in Tuesday's Champions League clash with Galatasaray. Warrior J also goes on to. That's from at Standard News. Uh, Jaden Sancho is on the verge of leaving United in January. Jaden wants to play a regular football. Kobe Mayno in team training as well. So we'll be discussing all of that. Big up to Sheik. I see you. T.O., big up to you as well. Um, yeah, Warrior J, I did see you with the timestamp for doing the most. And you put Ahmed was just being Ahmed the joke, man. But I see you a lot anyway. But let's get uh, big up Minerals as well. Star Lord, I see you big up. But let's get into the actual question of this episode. Is it a must-win game? versus Galatasaray tonight for Manchester United. I worry in your thoughts. Boy, it's a must-win game because considering <laughs> the fact... That, but it's, boy. <laughs> must-win game, not just because of... Based on the first game against Bayern Munich, obviously we need to start our Champions League campaign and this is the best opportunity for us to get three points. But it's also a must-win game based on our current form flawless, you know. We've been up and down, mostly downs, losing, 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 losing. So today is like a day where Manchester United can kind of rectify themselves, but they still have a lot of groundwork to do. Like, again, I say it's a must-win game based on a performance against Palace, based on the loss as well. And of course, the based on the loss on the first game. And Manchester United need to start that Champions League campaign and get the wins, you know. It's the first time we've played the Champions League in a while. It's our old traffic. There's a lot of pressure on these men to get that W. And they have to deliver today, you know. They have to deliver, not just because, not just for themselves, but also for the fans, also for the manager, and also for the, for the people who run the club, because they have been an embarrassment. And it's Galatasaray. <laughs> Galatasaray. And we, we have that embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And it's Galatasaray. And we know by history 
that guy Tyson, they are quite a tough and uncomfortable team to face, especially in the championship and especially at their ground. Yeah. But of course, they're not the same Galatasaray they were before. And they still have they have some Premier League regions, but that doesn't mean that they can't hurt us. Sorry. Because- I wanna get I wanna get to this. Big up to troops. He says you escaped the smoke. Big up troops, you escaped the smoke on Monday because of my laptop. Laptop, but if it goes left, lol, it's peak for you tomorrow. So we will be shooting the back again podcast tomorrow. And Troops is not lying. If Manchester United don't in, do indeed lose this game, it is super peak. But you mm-hmm. know what? I did escape the mo- scope on uh, smoke on Monday. But you know what? I would have ran with the smoke if um, I would have happily been in the smoke because of what happened with Hassan and Liverpool. I would have happily have, have taken on. I would have walked through that smoke. You know what I'm saying? I live in the smoke. I'm a Manchester United fan, but big up to troops each and every time. Back again podcast. We'll get shot tomorrow and then be out the next day. But yeah, yeah. Um, go on, Ivory, and carry on. But what a large yeah. troops every single big time. Up. Big up to you as well. But if you're going to live in that smoke, just wear a gas mask because, boy, the smoke that we've been getting, we, we pass out straight away, man. We The smoke is too much for us, man. We can barely see, man. But yes, Manchester United, all that, you know, especially for the poor performances they've given us. And as I was saying before, obviously, the Galatasaray has got a few Premier League regions. But at the same time, they can hurt us. And of course, the players' confidence levels at Manchester United are low. So they can take advantage of that situation. But yeah, man, it's definitely a must. We have to get those three points because imagine again, we lose. That's two defeats in the in the Champions League, which makes it even much more harder for us to qualify in terms of getting this, that second place because Flores, I truly believe we can only finish second, you know, in that group. <laughs> yeah, I, I agreed. I agreed. Mm-hmm. But hey, second mm-hmm. will be success. Just get out of the yeah, group. Yeah, it will be success just to get out just of the group out of, and get to the next round. Yeah, and then that's, that's our objective for the group. Champions League season done. Get to the sec- yeah. last 16. And that's it. If we don't, if you get knocked out, at least you go out the group stage and progress a bit further than where we were the last time. So it is what it is, man. But definitely this team just needs to fix up. Tonight, it's a big night, man. And I hope yeah. they can rise to the occasion because some of these men, they can't rise to the occasion. Do you know what I mean? What's your thoughts, bro? Because I'm definitely a must-win game. 100%. That's why I titled it with the question mark rather than say it's a must-win game because there could be someone who's, who thinks it's not a must-win game. But to me, it's like I said about the Burnley game, it was as close to a must-win game without it being a must-win game. And when I say that, I'm not talking about in terms of the hierarchy because the hierarchy don't don't follow what's going on. I don't think they even know we're playing today, to be honest. I don't think they have a clue what's going on. And when I say the hierarchy, I'm talking in particular the Glazers. Obviously, Myrtle and them, man, they know like what's going on and how bad it is. But mm-hmm. in regards to a must-win game from it being complete anarchy within the fan base, like Ten Hag out has already trended on social already. Yeah. But a loss or a draw here puts us in a terrible predicament to get out of the group. I think most fans' general consensus, as bad as it is in the Premier League, no, we're not winning the Premier League. Yes, it's top five to get back in the Champions League, but I think we're looking at the Champions League this season and go, we've seen the group. I think most fans will be accepting of if we finish second. I think that's the general consensus as well is we're not better than Bayern Munich. So we finish second, get out of the group and then see where we're at in, in regards to the draw. So yes, it is must win after losing to Bayern Munich because say, let's say Manchester United lose tonight. Let's say that indeed happens. Then you're looking at, all right, we get six points from Copenhagen and then you would then need a win and a draw from Galatasaray away by Munich at home. Where on the flip side, if we win today, which we're more than capable of, don't get it mistaken, as bad as it is for Manchester United, we are still capable of winning football matches. Like, it's not all doom and gloom. That's just how it seems. Mm-hmm. But if we win tonight, 
Then it's a doubleheader against Copenhagen. We should be on nine points. And then you need a point from Galatasaray away and Bayern Munich at home. And I believe we can do that. So that's why I say it's must win in regards to keeping the optimism surrounding the manager. Yeah, keeping it optimistic, keeping them um, some form of good thoughts, good vibes around the club. Because if the Premier League form continues and we go out of the Champions League, whether we end up in Europa League or finish bottom of the group, that then makes it so tough to defend the manager. If we, Because this is a group we should get out of. Now, if we was in a group of death and went out, I'll hold my hands up and go, you know what, group of death, that can happen. It was unfortunate with the draw. As tough as this group is, do not get it mistaken, people. I am not saying this group is easy. It's, how do I put this? It's, excuse the background noise as well, people. But yeah, um, it's, um, what's it called? As tough as this group is, it's not a group of death and it's a group we should be getting out of. I said second. So therefore we should get out of the group. Because if it was a group of death and we went out, you hold your hands up and go, you know what, fair dues. But tonight it's a must win because I think if we draw or lose, it's, if anyone who's seen The Purge, it's The Purge. Like anyone who's seen those films before, I've seen the first two, not all three. That's what it's like. That's what it's going to be like. The conversation with content creators is going to be crazy. The conversation on socials is going to be crazy. Comment sections of all con any Manchester United content creators is going to be crazy as well. Mainstream media are going to pile in because I've seen it already. And I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's as bad as people have made out. Like, has it been at points for Manchester United? I think it's bad now. I think the worst defeat was that game against Palace, losing that. But we lost to um, we lost to Brighton, which happened last year. Other than I actually forgot we had won three matches. Because, like, I know Chelsea won yesterday. And I was talking to Surf and I was like, oh, you lot ahead of us. And he's like, nah, you lot have won three matches. I was like, who's the third? He's like, Burnley. I was like, oh, right. It's because the games be so quick as well. But we might, even though we didn't perform well, we still won that. But if we win today, it all looks good now. We look odds on to get out of the group. You know what I'm saying? Three points and then you got the double, the double header against Copenhagen. The fixture list has been kind to us in that part. So I think we need to take advantage. Then we're on nine points going into game week five. And I'm genuinely, um, yeah, I wouldn't say confident, but I'd say definitely like, one second, I would definitely say like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Confidence too strong of a word to say going into this game. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I think we'll get the job done. We have enough talent. That's what it is. We have enough talent in this side to beat Galatasaray. If anyone tells you that, they're lying. Like people can hype up Zaha and Ikadi and who's your and Ziyech. There's a reason they're in. There's a reason they're in Turkey. Take Zaha out of it because I think he's genuinely enough, genuinely good enough to be playing at a higher level. The rest of them are not. That's why they're there. If you're a top quality footballer, why are you in Turkey? Like I said, there's exceptions to the rule, and that being Zaha. So every time we play. Every time we play opposition, our fan base always hype them up. But if they was at, uh, if they played for us, we wouldn't hype them up the same way they are. Like I said, take Zaha out of it because I've been a fan of Zaha. Even when he was here initially, I didn't think we utilised him to his best and he did well at Palace. And I'm glad he got his move to showcase his talent at a higher level. But I'm not fussed about Akadi and Ziyech and I even know who else they got. Mertens, who else is playing there? Players who, if we had, we'd criticise and say they're not good enough. But now they're playing against us, they're world beaters. No, they're, they're not world beaters. There's a reason they're playing in Turkey. And even if they beat us, I still stand on this. The same way when we lost to Sevilla, I still stand on the fact that Sevilla are not a good side. Ndombele, yeah, worried. I didn't even know Ndombele was there. Is Ndombele there? But yeah, go on, fam. One second. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Ndombele, Ndombele is there, you know. 
<laughs> Big up to James as well, man. <laughs> but yes, then no, I up there. There's a couple, couple of quite a few players that's there as well. I think there was even that. Um, I think the right back that was at Man City that went to RB Leipzig, he's also there, man. But guys, it is one heck of a game today. You know what? I want to know what you guys are thinking because I saw the score lines as well, and I want to know exactly what you, your score predictions were for this game. I will give you guys my thoughts on the Crystal Palace game, even though I really don't want to, man. It's long for like, yes, Tio says Angelino as well. But again, Galatasaray, down to back to history, we all know that Galatasaray are a team that's caused some troubles against big teams and big clubs, you know. But this Galatasaray team is a bit different. And I don't even remember if they were in the Champions League last season, how far they went. But all I know is that when teams like Galatasaray come to Old Trafford, they do occasionally turn up and give us a game. And look at the form that Manchester United are currently at, guys. They will definitely give us a game. Although I always say this is a European tie. And the 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 the, the um what was what's the word? The tempo of the game in the European tie is quite slow. So it probably it would probably suit Manchester United. You look at the way Manchester United played against Bayern Munich and the slow tempo. We was all right for the first 20 minutes until Onana made that mistake. We was always in that game. Um, for the first 20 minutes, and then they come to start to score. So in that game there against Galatasaray, I see I see Manchester United not being thoroughly attacked like that, not too open in midfield because it's going to be a slow-paced game, as most European games are, and you're allowed to take your time with your passes. But then again, I know my team, and the Flores knows his team as well. We've seen it. This is this is this is the story of Manchester United. Oh, we know what time it is. 20 minutes, and then conceding a goal. Yeah, and to Warrior J who said this, it says, if Manchester United lose to Galatasaray and Brentford, flawless, does that change you to Ten Hag out? No, but that'd be the closest I've been. Mm. Because then there's nothing... I have. I can't defend you. Because we're a cup team. No game mistaken, that's where we're at. As much as I'm disappointed and annoyed by the Premier League form, I know we're not good enough to win the Premier League. So therefore, even though we should be better in the Premier League and have more points... I'm looking more so at the Cups. That's where our, our season is going to live and die on the Cups. And not Champions League. I'm looking more so at the domestic Cups because we reached both Cup finals yesterday. I mean, yesterday, last season. So we're more than capable of doing that again. This team with a favourable draw is definitely good. And we reached both finals. So we can do it. We've proven that. Um, in regards to the Champions League, again, if we get out of this group and draw Real Madrid and go out, as much as I'd be upset, we got knocked out. It's Real Madrid. They're a better side than us. However, if we get out of this group, finish second, and we get... There's a there's something... I'll have to look at the groups again, but get a favourable draw. And it's a team where I personally... Forget what everybody else thinks. What I personally think, we're better than such and such. Say, for instance, we got out of the group, and this won't happen, but we played a team like Galatasaray in the knockout stages. To me, we should get past them. We have mm -hmm. to take full advantage of favourable draws. And the reason why I have this expectancy, because one, I think the manager's good enough. Two, I believe the players are good enough. And three, I've watched them do it. I watched these men do it last year in the FA Cup and League Cup. What we did was take full advantage of favourable draws and fans can hate our, our home draws, non-Premier League opposition. That is not our fault. Again, I, I'm much more accepting of getting beat by a team who's just better than you. Like, we got beat by Bayern Munich. As long, even though I was annoyed by the performance because Bayern mm -hmm. Munich were at their best and Bayern Munich are not Bayern Munich of old, they're still a better team than us. So it's like, okay, we should have got certain from that game, though. Um, but yeah, Galatasaray tonight, Copenhagen twice. We should have nine points. Yeah. And same way we should beat Brentford as well. 
Like Brentford lost at home to Everton and you can't just pinpoint one game. But the point I'm making is, even though we're not the greatest sides, neither are Galatasaray or Brentford. And yes, I am speaking from a little bit of um, not knowing with Galatasaray, but I just look mm-hmm. at the squad they have. Like, that's what it is. I look at the squad and be like, if I, we had their squad from the players I know, would I be happy with that? Or would I want major improvements? I would want major improvements if we had Akadi and Ziyech and Mertens and Endombele. I'd be sat here with Ivorian talking about Ivorian, this team needs to improve. Same way mm-hmm. we believe our team needs to improve now. Um, do I think the buff? So, yes, but it'd be the closest I've been to it because you're giving me no- Ten Hag. I want him to give me something to defend, but you're giving me nothing currently. And that game against Palace was a hammer blow. And it's on you. That's your fault. I fully blame. I give. I put the vast majority of the blame on Ten Hag because he, he switched the team. Play the same team. I said this. Why are you shoehorning Rashford and Bruno in poor form? If they were both flying and you brought them back into the team, that makes more sense. But they're not flying. They're clearly in poor form. Both need... Protect them from themselves, in particular Rashford. Everyone can see Rashford's in poor form, in low confidence. Why do you continue to play him? That's just foolishness. Just foolishness. Hello. Yes, one second. Um, but yeah, you lot continue to bump up the likes, people. There's over 40 people in here. Only at 21 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Like check, one, two, one, two. Get your questions in. And if you want to make sure your question gets read out, then super chat people and I will definitely get to it. Um, don't forget, link for the membership is in the pinned comment as well. Jay Bowser, big up to you, Naveen. Mohammed MUFC as well. Let's see what else you lot are saying in the chat. Make sure we ain't missed any questions Tabrizi you says flawless I don't think you watch Galatasaray they're actually good nah I don't watch Galatasaray but yeah they're actually good for what level Turkey that's the level they're good for like let's call a spade a spade they're they're in Turkey that's the level they're good at like let's not act like they're a European juggernaut let's not act like they're on the level of a Bayern Munich a PSG a Real Madrid even if someone says Galatasaray better than Manchester United cool because I don't watch Galatasaray like that. The point mm-hmm. that I'm making is the gap between the two sides is not huge. They're not clear of us. Even if you have Galatasaray better, if you rate Manchester United a five out of 10 and say Galatasaray has six, six and a half or seven, that's one, one and a half, two points. It's not like we're a five and they're a nine. Mm-hmm. Like, let's cut the crap. Like, they're Galatasaray. That's why they're not. If you go to the bookmakers and put Two things. Look at the bookmakers and go, all right, what odds are Galatasaray winning today and what are their odds in getting out of the group? You're getting fantastic odds. There's a reason for that. Don't get it wrong. Um, bookmakers get it wrong, but I'm saying that's an indication of the level where they're at. Because if you look at Bayern Munich's odds to get out of this group and Bayern Munich's odds to beat us when they come to Old Trafford on game week six, it's going to be a lot different. You're going to get a lot less value for money because Bayern Munich are a better side than Galatasaray. And even if Galatasaray, let's say hypothetically, Galatasaray get out of this group. Who has them as favourites going, uh, uh, favourites winning um, the Champions League? Nobody. Mm-hmm. They're not favourites to get to the final or semi. They're probably not even favourites to get through that round. Like, come on, man. Like, let's be real about it. Warrior J says, uh, Ivorian, your thoughts on United nil, Crystal Palace won. I'm not sure if you answered this, but we'll get to it. No, I, 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 I haven't. I haven't at all. Uh, yeah, the floor is yours, fam. The floor is mine. Oh, God. Let me just get my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a no it, guys you always know i will always go back reflect back to the notebooks you know even though it was hardly written on because i was so fucking pissed off during the whole game bruv you get me big up eddie as well big up to you man um, warrior j bruv but yeah let's get straight into it manchester united no crystal palace 
Oh, Crystal Paris, as I call it, or AKA Black Palace. Yes, straight away. Because Flawless is right. Before we even got to that game, and the game where we had against Palace in the Carabao Cup with the team selection, bear in mind that Palace made changes as well, and they made a quite a few changes, and Manchester United made their changes. The team actually looked good as well together with the players of like Ganacho, Hannibal playing, and etc. Players, you know, being aggressive as well, as well, pressing really well. They did well. Those that squad did well. But when it fast forward to Saturday, because to me, it doesn't matter what we did against Palace on in the Carabao Cup. The more important was what we do on Saturday in the Premier League, because the three points, to be honest with you, are more important than going through to the fourth round of the Carabao Cup. Yeah, I understand that we are the holders, but in this um, in this particular situation, we the most important thing was the three points, and we didn't get that. Look, good. let's reflect back into that game because again, there was so much bullshit that I saw, and I say this again: typical Manchester United to start off well and in control of the game within the first twenty minutes. As always, Manchester United cannot create opportunities to test the goalkeepers. I, I saw our ex academy player um, Sam Sam Johnson. I barely saw him do flexing. I barely saw him flexing, bro. I barely saw Manchester United go straight toe to toe and makes um, Sam Johnson work for that, work to keep that clean sheet. And it's the sad thing right now with Manchester United, man. It was a stinker of an affair. Like the first forty-five minutes, beside the fact that we started off so well, it's the it's the last, it's the rest of the 20, 20 minutes that we had, the twenty-five minutes of that game of the halfway. I just thought to myself. Bruh, seriously, this, this team can't even challenge against Crystal Palace. Giving the ball away as well in key areas. And the final third, I have to say, for Manchester United truly sucks. You know, it's it's been a problem this season, especially. Players, actually, it's been a problem last season as well and the season before. And at times I was look watching that match and I was thinking, do Manchester United themselves know that they have a striker? Because it's it's been the same reoccurring story of the fact that we cannot find a striker. It doesn't matter who they are. They can be Cristiano Ronaldo. They can be Zlatan Ibrahimovic. They can be Cavani. And again, Martial. We've actually realised that doesn't matter what player is there, we do not provide service to our striker. And I remember last season we played without a striker, and you'll probably argue the case. Oh yeah, we did have a striker, so people just they don't know what it's like to play with a striker. They don't know what to feed him. But the guy is there, feed him. And I feel sorry for someone like Hoyland coming in, twenty years old, and not getting the ball at all in key areas, making runs and not being seen by that boy Marcus Trashford, bro. Another game where we saw our key players. Fucking up, man. Not showing balls at all, man. I put a big pause on that because I said before we had all the balls in the world, huge pause on that, <laughs> all the possessions <laughs> in the world, you know, against Crystal Palace. And never amounts. Look at your look at your knees. <laughs> She's just laughing because I'm laughing. She's kind of a joker. I yeah, know. A comedian. All that possession in the world and amounted to nothing. Again, our key players. Failed us once again. Players like Marcus Rashford, Bruno Fernandez, um, Casemiro had a poor game as well. Mm-hmm. And again, our striker yeah. as well didn't was ineffective. Those players there let us down. And a time and time again, I keep saying this time and time again. I'm tired of players passing for the sake of of passing, like Marcus Rashford running into the walls again. 
Rash Bandicoot. Oh, we're gonna, get into, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about Rashford as well, but carry on, carry on. Flo's yours from carry on. How, how are you 24 to 25 years old and you still play football like you was 18, like you're making your debut, making decision makings on, on the ball like you're, you're a teenager playing secondary school football, which I just don't understand. You're 25 years old, bro. Like, if you don't understand it now, you'll never get it. 25 years old in footballing age is like a 30 year old man, year old man that's got everything settled in life, bro. Do you get me? At that age, you should be making the right decision when it comes to passing. You know, two plus two is four. But for Rashford, it's, it's just equals two because he can't make that, bruv. He can't figure that out. It's just weird. Like, you constantly run into to people not making the right passes, not seeing the passes on. And I just wonder how the fuck are you on 350k? You look at Bruno Fernandes as well. Oh, bad, horrible performance by Bruno Fernandes, you know. You know, people probably think that I've got an agenda. I don't have an agenda. I just want people to be at their best, you know. I want Rashford to be at his best. That's why I'm hard. It's not, it's, mm-hmm. it's not an agenda. He's been poor all season. It's not an yeah. agenda. That's just stating facts. Go on, carry on. I, I, want, I want the best because I see Rashford. I see his talent. But it doesn't, it just it just never displays on the pitch most of the times. Like it's it's always being there and there with Mark Rashford. Bruno Fernandez as well, back to his performance, because I almost forgot because I just touched on him. Another performance where our captain, stinker, stinker, passing, and, and the rash shots as well, the rash decision making. You know, you are our captain, you know. Your decision making needs to be up to a T. You are the leader of our football club. The, them man follow you, you know. You're the prime example. You are Eric Ten Hag on the football pitch. You know, Eric Ten Hag is on the side, but you are Eric Ten Hag on the football pitch. You're the marshal, yeah? You're supposed to galvanise these players. You're supposed to motivate these players. Not once did I see any leadership from Bruno Fernandes against Crystal Palace, you know? And we and it's not just Bruno Fernandes as well. You've got players like Casemiro, who's also a leader. Varane is also a leader as well. And... They did not do anything in that game to motivate these players. Yes, I understand Manchester United had chances, but they never had clear-cut chances, flawless. When did you see Sam Johnson on his on the grass, eating grass with a dirty shirt? Sam Johnson's um, shirt was... <laughs> <laughs> there was no grass. Nah, we didn't no create. Grass. We didn't create, but it's not a surprise from him. It's not a surprise no, we didn't create. Because it's, it's the same old story for Manchester United, not testing that goalkeeper. The second of the substitution, Eric Ten Hag. Like Eric Ten Hag, you you make it hard for me to back you. You know, it's hard right now for me to back him because the decision making mm-hmm. of where we needed a goal, you brought on Harry Maguire and played him up front. We need a goal. Mm-hmm. We need a goal. And and you put on Harry Maguire. You know, you make all these mm-hmm. wild changes, and you're, I'm scratching my head and I'm thinking, what is this? You know, what is mm-hmm. this? It's, it was a horrible Saturday for me, man. It was a horrible watch as well, man. I just couldn't believe <laughs> you it. Look in, you look in pain thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it hurts, man. Like, it really hurts. Uh, like, uh. Crystal Palace, man. Crystal Paris, Black Palace. They've done a number on us. And you know what's so funny, you know? Yeah. I don't even think very harsh and realised we scored. He was probably too, too busy snoring on the bench and taking naps, man. He didn't know what was going on there, man. Now yeah, the guy's yeah. old, man. The guy's old, man. He didn't. You know, he's old, but we don't have to be ages. But but we <laughs> we don't. We're not being ages, bro. We're just cracking. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. And, and in regards to Starlord, yeah, it's fine. It's, into, it's too early to start the Ten Hag slander. I don't think it's slander. I think it's fair. I think it's fair criticism. I think we stop. We got to stop using words like slander and agenda when we're just critiquing what's going on. And that's just yeah. legit what it is. Ten Hag deserves. I put the. I've said it before. I say it again. I put the vast majority of the blame of that defeat on him. Should have played the same team. 
And I said that before the game. I said, if he changes the team and brings Rashford and Bruno back into the team and we don't win, that is on the manager. That team that played against Crystal Palace in the League Cup deserved a chance to go out there again because they performed well on merit. Forget name on the back of the shirt. Forget what wage they're on. Forget reputation. Did you perform? Yes. Therefore, if you perform, you deserve to keep your place. If you are not performing, guess what? You should be dropped. That's how it should work at football. That's how it works, how it should work at any job, any workplace, any profession you are in, whether it's professional football, whether it's some other, um, other sport from a professional standpoint, or if you, if you work in a call center, you know I'm saying no matter what the job may be, if you perform to a level, praise. You underperform, criticize, and you will be dropped and then eventually lose your job. In the sense of football, is losing your job is being dropped from the team or being sold to another football club. That's on the manager. Zay Solomon, who asked me, and a couple of people, Tony Emma said, What's my ideal lineup today? The same team that played Crystal Palace, apart from apart from Onana, Banyan Deer. Because Onana, I don't know why. Is he injured people? Why is Onana not around? Does anybody know why? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, to no, start, no, Lord, who get... says, let me get to mm -hmm. this. Uh, Ten Hag needs four full seasons to sort this out. Shot, um, shit show of a club. It took uh, Alex to go four years to do it. We need to give him time, in my opinion. This is why this is a myth. So let me just clear this up because people have mm -hmm. said this. So he gets four seasons. So these so short-term results don't matter, is what we're saying. We can be terrible this season. We can be terrible in the third season and then fourth season, he's supposed to get it right. No, you can still get short-term results. Sir Alex was in the 80s. We're in 2023. It's not the same thing. That exactly, we're in 2023. So yes, it's like we're in... Um, this one's just ad-libbing, you know, runs in the family, clearly. But yes, as I was saying, and also Sir Alex had won much more credit in the bank as well because he had just won... The, well, not just won, but he had won the Scottish League with Aberdeen. He had also won a European Cup with Aberdeen as well. So let's not compare it to, oh, it took him four years. No. And it took him longer than four years, actually. I believe it was five or six years. So let's not do that. You know what I'm saying? Let is, let's not do that. Bear with me. One second. Mm -hmm. Carry Can on. Just, I'm on. Just, What's up? Go on. No, no, no. no. I should carry on, in it. While Flawless is busy as well, um, to start load, it's, 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 I don't think it's London. I know, I know ETH was training out on the weekend, which I don't think is right, it shouldn't be training out at, that, at this particular time. It's not London, I would say, right now, because people think me and Flawless we favor the manager and we will just ride on whatever he says. It's good to me, it's fair criticism, you know, because at the end of the day, we keep that same energy, you know. If you're not doing good, we will call it out, you know. Whether you're my manager or not, you uh, just like when your best friend is fucking up, you have to call it out, you know. It's it's not slander. Like, keep the same energy when it comes to everything. I was the same way when it came to Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, praised him and criticised him. I will be the same way, yeah, when it comes to Eric Tenog. Even though I said it from the start, Eric Tenog is the manager that I wanted at this club. He still has to be criticised when he does something wrong and again we will keep that same energy because why we are fair people you know we don't just favor and follow things blindly like ronaldo fanboys bruno fanboys you know mark Rashford fanboys you know you know what i'm saying and it's only only gonna socials fanboys who are still talking to this day yeah we keep it fair you know and that's why I, we, we're just consistent people man when we we give credit eric and our credit too man we sang these praises can, can, last season Give him full credit. Mm -hmm. Like, it is apologies on the interruption, mm -hmm. people, but full credit. But yeah, this nonsense that you give him four years and short-term results don't matter. It's stupidity. So, all right, so say we finish bottom half of the table. 
Oh, we finished eighth. That's okay, yeah? Nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Ten Hag has credit too, but he doesn't have Sir Alex credit. And plus, that was 86. Same way if you're a musician, you're not selling, you're not selling your music on CDs, are you? Mm -hmm. Not at all, man. Not really at all. And and to the four four seasons, it has to be four three seasons where we f we finish in decent positions. And I'm talking about finishing probably in the top four or maybe fifth or sixth at one stage. Not like where Arsenal is Mikel Arteta because everyone likes to give that Jurgen Klopp or Mikel Arteta example where um, Arteta had four four years before he got to this situation. Same as Klopp, he had four years until he started challenging. Yes, we all like the same thing because we want to keep the same manager and we're tired of managers being sacked. However, it has to be that Eric Ten Hag is finishing fourth or third or maybe fifth, sixth at best and winning something for, for him to continue to carry on the following season to have that credit in the bank. And then when he gets to his fourth season, then we're expecting him to fully challenge because four years, you should have your team. Harry Maguire should have been kicked out by that by that by the fourth season. And all that kind of stuff. And certain players uh -huh. like Bruno Fernandes, for example, no longer the key guy. He's probably on the bench. Or Rashford yeah. is not the key guy. Yeah. He's probably on the bench. And then, yeah, that's uh -huh. the only way I can give him four seasons, Flawless. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you have to get short-term results. Mm -hmm. This whole is mm -hmm. nonsense that it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Where does that act? Like, all right, we're just going to get to the fourth season. So what you do in season two and season three don't matter. It's absolute nonsense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Flawless is extremely busy with the babysitting, man. You gotta commend a man that's streaming and babysitting at the same time. It's hard work, but commend that. And it's not easy work as well, man. And she's also ad libbing as well. Man has to mute it as well. To be fair, this is just it's particularly an Ivor inspired show at the moment. But smash that like button, share across all social media platform. Um Minerals FC says ETH got you third and a trophy in his first season before ETH. He was crap, so he has credit in the bank. Plus, don't forget Glazers did it really back. He isn't a problem. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think Ten Tenog is a problem. You know, the man, the ownership is a problem. You know, the ownership has always been a problem. It makes it hard for you to work when you don't have the right people in the club. Um, Sheik says. I'd give Ten Hag four years if we had a style of play and we actually played decent football. We have nothing right now. And that's the problem. People are not seeing this, the philosophy really materialising. Sometimes I just think we don't have the players to play that philosophy. Although he, he has signed up to seven players that should fit his philosophy in the profile. Like you've got the Onana, you've got um, Lissandro that came in, you got Melasia who came in, Casemiro, whether Casemiro was the first choice centre defensive midfielder when we wanted De Young, whether he was the right character, which I don't really think he was the right profile for Eric Tanak football, you know, but he took him in because of his leaderships and the fact that maybe Casemiro is adaptable to different systems as well, so he took him on and he's plus, Casemiro is a world-class player, but then he signed Anthony as well, he signed Hoyland, so he signed players that kind of fit the, profo the profile and the portfolio that he looks at and looks for in his philosophy. So there are quite a bit of players. So technically, I'll be honest with you guys, that philosophy should be evident and clear by now on the football pitch. But for some reason, because it's Manchester United, it's just never evident. And I've clocked something. Although Jose Mourinho played Park the Bus football, it wasn't the best Park the Bus football because we was conceding um, towards the end of his tenure, left, right, and centre. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, we never knew what his philosophy was. He couldn't tell you uh, what his philosophy was, but 
it was counter-attack football, sit back as well, absorb pressure, but it wasn't at its finest. Eric Te- um, Louis van Gaal came in, played. He's the only one that I think that was able to install his philosophy. However, never got his first choice signings. He got second and third choice signings, you know, to execute and for us to score more goals. Although we got the, the foundation there, it was we had possession 60 to 70% of the ball. Yeah, he the players that he signed were unable to execute and score goals in creature. Eric Ten Hag now has players that he's brought in, and he also has players that he don't want, and he wants them out, and they refuse to stay. And they as well, those players that are there that he probably doesn't want, don't match the philosophy, don't match the profile, the characteristics. And I, I can highlight as well, and there's players that he has to just accept because of their position, their co- the size of their contract, for example, i.e. Mark Rashford. I.e. Mark Rashford is not a possession-based football player. Bruno Fernandes is not a possession-based football player. He's not tactically disciplined enough. People can say, oh, if Bruno was at Man City, he will score goals. No, he won't, because Pep wouldn't look at him, bruv, because he's tactically ill-disciplined, bruv. He wouldn't listen to the instructions, and he wouldn't know how to keep the ball. You know, people can say, but Kevin De Bruyne said that um, Bruno is the is one of the best. How do you know if he was trolling? Just like the way nah, Pep he weren't, tro- he weren't trolling. You know what that was? That shows why world-class players don't become world-class managers. The only one is Zidane. Mm-hmm. In the history of modern day football, the only world-class player who actually like reached the pinnacle of the sport is like, yo, he's one of the best players like in the position in the world at that time. Is Zidane. The rest of them are not. When you look at the most successful managers, they were either... At best, good players. Like a Pep was a good player, but Pep was nothing special at Barcelona. I'm old enough. I watched Pep. He was nothing special. He was a good, good midfielder. Don't get him mistaken. But he was never top class or world class. And here's this thing with the criticizing of Ten Hag as well. Nobody here is Ten Hag out. That's the crazy part. That's why you lot be doing too much in the in in the chat. Nobody is here again. But no middle ground. You know what I'm saying no, no middle ground whatsoever. Nobody here is Ten Hag out. We're just critiquing because he's not performing well. You got minerals in the chat who also agrees that Ten Hag is not performing well and the players are not performing well. Nobody is Ten Hag out. We're just merely criticizing him. Guess what? Because the team is performing poorly. Same way last season, when the team was performing well, then they got praised. The manager got praised. Teams performing poorly, criticized. Why is this? Why is this? Why is this so crazy? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, man. Shout out to Lewis. Is Ten Hag out for flawless? Not out. Yes, because he's performing poorly. And that result against Palace, I put mostly on him. If he wins today, guess what? I'll praise him. If we lose today, I'm criticising him. Obviously, it varies on the lineup and substitutions and how we approach it and also on the players as well. But that's on him. He's doing foolishness. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no stan. Like, I don't know where you lot are at. Like, I know people love to stand. I don't stand. I'm a Manchester United FC stan. I don't stand mm-hmm. no player. I don't stand no, um, no manager. I didn't stand Sir Alex. And he's the GOAT to me. He's the best manager I've ever seen and the best manager I've ever seen at Manchester United. Yeah, we criticise Sir Alex. But people we say, do. like, you can't criticise managers. Oh, he's got credit in the bank. Yeah, so did Sir me, Alex. Me, there was he a point... Go on. Flawless, I'll give you an example. There was a point in, in Alex Ferguson's career towards the end of his tenure and the season before that, I was like, I think this manager's done now. I think it's time for us to move on from this manager because mm-hmm. the football style was really poor and it just wasn't that. And it looked like he needed to leave so that it can evolve. There were times mm-hmm. that I wanted Ferguson to just retire and move on. I'll be honest with you. Regardless of the credit he had in the bank, 
I the, I saw that his time was done and he was coming close to the end because you know he was making that same thing the late substitutions the football wasn't as great as it was was in the past as well I don't know whether whether we had Mike Feeling in charge because I remember the times when we had Carlos Cruz as a second second option I mean as a second as an assistant manager the football was superb as well even when um, Steve McLaren was number two the football was superb but it got to that was the end of his career around 2012. 2013, 2011, I was thinking it's time to change. But hell, yeah. look at us. We and that's it. Yeah, and like Sheik said, I criticise Sir Alex as well if we were, if we were to do bad. Like, we can't criticise our manager. We want we to win. We won the treble, got packed the next season by Chelsea 5-0. Guess what? Sir Alex got cursed out. Mm -hmm. He got cursed, not cursed out, but he got criticised. I criticised him. Yes, people. The, the season we won the treble, the season after, I think it was early in the season, we beat, we lost to Chelsea 5-0 at a bridge. Was mm. early last season, so we shouldn't criticize him. No, you know what I'm saying. In that, we shouldn't. We shouldn't criticize him. That kind of stupid, what kind of nonsense is that? Anybody can be critiqued. You know what I'm saying. In that, anybody can be critiqued. Anybody can be. But let's bump up the likes as well. Let's bump up the likes, share across all the socials, and subscribe to the channel as well. Warrior J says the goalkeeper news that Kalatasaray game. What's your thoughts on the news of buying there? Flows yours, I. But is he actually out though? Um... Because I want to see if that's actually true. So let's go keep the news. Guys, tell us where it came. What's your thoughts on the news band there? If he's starting, well, it's the unknown. Because I don't think I've ever seen him play. Um, when it, Was he at Fenerbahce before that? I don't think I've ever seen him play. So it'll be nice to see what he can do, especially in this game. I generally thought that he should have played in the Carabao Cup against Crystal Palace so we can see what he's about and whether he can deputise for... Onana when Onana goes to the African Cup of Nation. So we'll shall see, man. Um, I'm all up for it to see how good he is because, of course, Onana's been conceding easy goals, in my opinion. You know, there are some goals that he's conceded that I think is savable, but there have been some goals where, especially the goal against Crystal Palace, that's a difficult goal to save. So that's not on him. But there have been some goals where also has not been on him because the team's just been split right open and it's just been one-on-one -on -one and he's just, he's been packed in easily, one-on-one -on -one situations. So I want to see what Bayender is about, man. If it's actually true that Onana... And, and what is the reason why Onana is not in the squad today or not potentially playing? Let us know in the chat, is please, people. Someone needs to tell me. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a yeah. surprise to me. And yeah, Westbrook is going... Don't get him mistaken. Love Fergie, though. He's the GOAT manager. 110%. Mm -hmm. Fergie's the GOAT, but that doesn't mean you can't be crit critiqued. You know what I'm saying? Same way you can have an argument with a close sibling, your best friend whoever the case may be. You don't mean that you don't have love for them, but anyone can be criticised. So this whole thing of like, oh, a manager's immune, it's crazy. If you think a Manchester United manager can just continue to get bad results and wait to the fourth season, it's absolutely a nuts thought process. That's crazy. That makes no sense whatsoever. Absolutely nuts. Uh, to Fardin, nah, every manager makes mistakes, including him. We've seen Pep. We've seen Pep make mistakes. We've seen Pep cost Manchester City a Champions League final. But people don't want to discuss that. People don't want to. People don't want to discuss that. Let's see what else you lot are saying. Continue to bump up. Like I said, get your questions in. Uh, bump up the likes. Right, only at thirty-seven likes, and there's over fifty of you lot in here. Let's get to fifty likes, people. Let's get up to fifty likes. Like check one two one two. Please share across the socials. Follow at Sarcasm City TV everywhere, and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well. Hit the notification bell when you do so. How many subs are we on actually? Because we're still short of eight thousand two hundred and fifty. And subscribe to Ivorian's channel. 
Red United TV, the link's in the title. You click the link right now, opens up a new tab, whether you're watching live or watching this back. Subscribe to his channel, find all his socials as well. And check out, is it is it Woman Crush Wednesday you do? Yep, it's the Woman tomorrow. Crush Wednesday, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, so, yeah, I'll be in the mood like for that. this. If if we win, they're definitely I'm definitely up for posting something. But if we lose some tonight, I don't know what I'll do to myself, man. Like, I don't know if I'll look at Instagram, bro. But it's a funny thing, guys. I see uh, um, Onana walking into Old Trafford. Is he actually maybe I'm, I'm maybe he's just food. resting? Maybe he just rested him. Maybe he's just like, all right, let me see this other goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe mm -hmm. it's that. It well, if be. he's taking if he's taking Orlando out the line, maybe consider taking Rashford and Flawless out the line. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm saying Flawless, you know. <laughs> hey, serious, yo. I could do with playing. You know what I'm saying, let me run around out there, man. I know. I know you run more kilometers than Rashford. You won't just make a pass and throw your arms in the in the air like you made a superb pass and the player should have got there. You won't do that. You'll follow through and everything, man. Yeah. But yes, let's hope that. He, and, if he's omitting and, and just to this to, um, to Minerals FC who says flawless bro Glazer's fault not Ten Hag he hasn't been backed he got third in the trophy last season Ten Hag out mob don't realise he hasn't been backed you had 15 injuries Minerals stop talking to me when I've not said Ten Hag out go address them people I'm tired of this because you did this when you called in. I'm tired of this nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Go address those people. If you want to go talk to people who are Ten Hag out go put bullets on those names because I haven't said Ten Hag out so no, go address not. those people. I know. I'm saying I'm tired of I'm tired of people doing this. And minerals called in, and we had the conversation, and he's like, "Oh, you said nowhere have I said I'm ten hag out." You know what I'm saying so go address those people again. I say a lot. Address me for what I said. Don't even put what I said on Ivorian. Address me for what I've said. Stop talking about ten hag out mob when I am not ten hag out. Do I understand where the ten hag out mob are coming from? Yes, because performances have been poor, so I get it. Know what I'm saying, am I currently Ten Hag out? No, the reason why I'm not is because of what he did last year. That's why I'm not Ten Hag out because I watched him turn it around last year. Mm -hmm. So, like, stop it. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of this. Go address those people. It's clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, go address those people. Bath Time says, What would make me Ten Hag out? Results and performances would have to continue. Like, mm -hmm. like this. If we continue to get beat, continue to perform poorly, I have no choice but to be Ten Hag out. Know what I'm saying, like, yeah, address Ramo. Ramo just said there, minerals, I'm Ten Hag out. Talk to Ramo. Mm -hmm. There's a couple other people who are Ten Hag out. Bath time, maybe. It may be Ten Hag out. I'm not sure. But go address those people, please. I'm tired of this nonsense. Hey, Jack, that's why I didn't even get into what he said in regards to Ten Hag being backed or not being backed. Because the initial thing is just nonsense. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why an Arsenal fan is so interested in what's going on at Manchester United Football Club. Don't get it, but we move. No, and, uh, and you know what? Any, a a lot of... I don't, I'll be honest. Let me add to that because... Mioba Banda says mm -hmm. everyone is thinking it sacking expeditiously. I don't think we should be sacking or reacting right now, you know, because mm -hmm. we gave Oli three years and we gave him all the way up to November where he was losing and getting packed in left in left, right. So it's only fair to see how whether he can rectify it. and he deserves to get get the chance because of what he done last season to rectify the mistakes because he can. He showed that he showed that he can. Yeah change things you saw that last season the first two games he said all right this isn't working um this style mm -hmm. of football's not working we can't play this way especially with david here and, and and maguire as well we're too much at risk so let's decide to go for the long ball right now mm -hmm. i believe he's just trying to be stubborn to see 
how far he can go until he probably has to make that change. Because, of course, you have Onana now. You have your goalkeeper that can distribute from distance and short and etc. You've got your defence. Although there's been injuries, he probably thinks, let me just continue to pursue the system. Hopefully, it will turn out. Hopefully, they'll understand. But it will probably come to a point, let's say, if he was to lose today and lose on Saturday as well. Well, he probably knows... A lot of people will turn, well, mm-hmm. a lot of people will turn if that they is the case, and two, and two and rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? I, I I hear it. Would I turn if we lost these two games? No, but it's the closest I've been to the line. Especially again, a lot of it is variable, so it's not just wins and losses. How did we perform? Did we perform well? Did we perform poorly? Did he continue to play the same players who have been underperforming all season? All of these are factors in my thought process on any being manager in or manager out. I just don't look at results. Because if that was the case, I would have backed Oli when he finished second. Mm-hmm. If it was all about results. Because you got good enough results to finish second. But is it sustainable? What are the performances saying? And we've seen that. The performances were not good and it wasn't sustainable. Because look what happened the next season after. That tells you all you need to know. Tells you all you, it tells, tells you all you need to know. Like That's just legit. It. Like in regards to... Um, in regards to Ten Hag, but we got to get out of this group. We have yeah. to. And in regards to the Rashford, and I see Rashford, he's someone who is dividing a lot of opinion. I even say dividing. He's getting criticised heavily, and rightfully so. And I'm someone who's back Rashford. But again, I can't back this this form that he's showing. And it comes to a point where it's not just on him, it's also on the manager. I'm looking at Ten Hag out. I mean, Ten Hag out. I'm looking at Ten Hag now. That's who I'm looking like. Why do you can why are you continuing to pick him? Why? How much more evidence do you need to see? Oh, literally 99.9% of players, unless you're a unicorn, unless you're a, <laughs> unless you're a Messi, unless you're like prime Cristiano Ronaldo, you're gonna go through bad form. So when players go through bad form, guess what you need to do? Take them out of the firing line. Mm-hmm. Just take them out of the firing line. That's all you need to do. Take them out of the firing line. That is legit it. Same with Bruno. Bruno should not be playing. Rashford should not be playing. If he drops Rashford and Bruno um, tonight, even if we draw, he'll go up in my estimation. Like, okay, you are all I want is players held accountable. I want players held accountable for poor performances. I want players praised, not praised. I want players rewarded for good form. Mm-hmm. I want there to be incentive to play well. Because that team we played against Palace in the Carabao Cup have no incentive to play well next time round. So say we play Newcastle. So say he plays the same team again against Newcastle and they play well and we beat Newcastle in the Carabao Cup. They know they're not playing the next Premier League game. So what's their incentive to play well in that game? Mm-hmm. Motivation. We talk about it all the time. Man management, motivating players. Have a goal to reach. I know what I'm like. I know if I know I'm not going to play. I've Me and Ivorian are in the same side. We're playing in the same position. We're both midfielders. Ivorian's first choice. I'm second choice. Ivorian's been playing poorly the vast majority of the season. I go into the side, not only does the team play well, I play well. He starts the next weekend, the game on Saturday, the next week. What's my incentive to play well? Because I know whether I play 10 out of 10 or 0 out of 10, Ivorian's playing. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not fair. All I'm asking is for fairness. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what, and Rashford and Bruno are not playing well. Drop them. Yeah. And absolutely, and they haven't been playing well for for the longest, um, yes. especially the second half of the season. Especially Rashford. Rashford's been struggling to score to um, what since what April or it's been May. a minute. Like yeah, it's been a long time, man. 
drop him, you know. And and, and I can understand a player like Jaden Sancho's frustration when you see someone like Sancho. I mean, when you see someone like Rashford throwing up stinkers in your favorite position, and you see Anthony throwing up um, um, stinkers in the position that you don't want to play in, but that's the only position that you see that you can get into. And you see Bruno Fernandes playing in the number ten position and throwing up stinkers and making a wrong decision, and you mm-hmm. can think that you can play. And I can understand that, like raw, like these men are playing shit. But they're comfortable. You're allowed them to play, and you have to be consistent as well, Ten Hag. You can't just say I play players under merit, and then, and then, and you reward players when they play well, and and do the complete opposite when someone like Hannibal plays well, or someone like Garnacho plays well, scores a goal, and you don't even give him that opportunity to play against Palace in the Premier League, you know, and you don't give Hannibal that opportunity. Yes, I know, I understand that Mason Mount is back, but who gives a goddamn? Mason Mount has to work his way back into the first team. He shouldn't get that straight automatic straight in there because I spent 70 or 60 million on you and you're my number seven. It doesn't work like that, bro. You work your way back in the team. And that's why I respect Pep, you know. Pep, uh, points, when he's playing you and you're, you're in form, he keeps you on. If he happened to be a Laporte that was doing extremely well, yeah, before you got injured, and, you, and you're wondering, why am I still on the bench? Because you have to work your way back into the game and back into the squad. That's why I respect Pep, man. You know, he has so many fantastic players and you see certain men like John Stone sitting on the bench. You see someone like Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz, who came back from injury, had to wait his turn, you know. Had to wait his turn to get back. I was thinking, is it Ruben Diaz back? Their best defender. Their best defender, flawless, you know. And he's on the bench waiting for Akanji and, and, and John Stones to fuck up or something like that. So, again, Ten Hag, stick to your words, you know. Be a true man of your words and follow it through, you know. Reward those who are playing well. You know, don't just reward players who are throwing up stinkers and make them too comfortable. And one of our problem is flawless is that in those two key positions where our so-called best players who got the best GAs, Rashford and Bruno, have no other competition, no one to compete in the, in in their position. You know, nobody. And the thing is, we we do. He just chosen not to use them. Ganacho played. Ganacho not only did Ganacho play well in Tuesday against Palace. When he got on the pitch, uh, when he was substituted on against Palace in the league game, he made a difference. He weren't exceptional, but he was better than Rashford. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Mount played well in the game on Tuesday. Played poor in the game on on the Saturday against Palace. But that's because him and Bruno don't work. It's one or the other because they they operate in the same spaces and want to do the same thing. And really and ideally, truly, I think that I think they're two cheeks are the same. But yeah, go on. And ideally, they're the one. Those two players should be in competition with each other. You either start Bruno or you start Agreed. Mount. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, they should be in competition agreed, with each other. Yeah. yeah, you don't just start those two. The two love losing the ball and play high risk volume passes and and especially Tanog. You want to play possession. You want to keep the ball. You want to play possession based football. But you play players that can't keep the ball like Bruno Fernandes and do sh- crazy, reckless things. You know, high-risk volume passes that goes absolutely nowhere and loses the ball and gives the ball back to the opposition. Same as Mason Mount. He does the exact same thing. But yet you tell me the philosophy is to keep the ball. Possession-based football. Be aggressive. Press high. The pressing part as well, I'm still not seeing it at its, at its finest, you know. That's my criticism because we were meant to be this... um. Ag- uh, um a press pressing team that um that's great intent transition and yet we're not we are not and i'm not seeing it and that's what cast my doubts on eric ten Hag, man i like the fact that he wants to be he's, he's a shrewd man and he's very persistent and he, he believes in 
what he believes in, which is great to see and great to hear. But sometimes, you know, you just have to just look at yourself in the mirror and just tell yourself, this is not working. I need to make some changes and just make changes. It's not, change is not bad, you know. Sometimes yeah. changes are good in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And big up to um, big up to Jez every single time. Big up uh, LJ who asked me, uh, "Flawless, have you spoken to your arch frenemy Hassam about Liverpool yet?" No, we haven't. But we're shooting the Back Again podcast tomorrow, so that's going to be good fun. Manj, big up each and every time to use a double O seven who says every game is a struggle. We can't score goals. Mm-hmm. This was a struggle all last season. Yeah, we couldn't. We didn't score. The only difference was last season. Rashford was in form and scoring goals and getting assists. Now when he's out of form, you see what we have left, which isn't much else. And that's not me praising Rashford. I'm just saying, like, how bad our attack is. Like, just overall, that we rely on him. Like, 110%. Um, LJ, big up to Terry, man. Shout out the whole um, football terrorist. Flawless, don't let Terry Fluid hear you about Bruno that way. We've had debates about it before. (laughs) I've not spoke to him this season in regards to it, but there's no way. Terry's a very intelligent man. Like, he's very knowledgeable about football. There's no way he's still defending Bruno. No way after them performances. He can't be. He can't be. No, he can't be. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. No one can um, get flawless football is a results business, bro. And Ten Hag has shown you he can get results. Facts. Although you're not Ten Hag, Ten Hag out, obviously. Thanks you for finally getting that after you know weeks. Um, questioning him, even questioning him, questioning him, even though you support him, is being entitled, bro. Before him, you were trash. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to tell you, minerals, but cool. I'm done talking to you because you've failed. Your comprehension skills of what I'm saying is just not up to there. So let's just agree to disagree because you clearly don't know what I'm trying to say. You're either incapable of understanding what I'm saying or you're purposely ignoring me. But either or, I'm not explaining it again. Everyone everyone can understand what I'm trying to say by you. So we move. Yeah, True Blue, you already know, man. Big up Flawless. That pod is going to be fire. Hassan is due a good cooking. But I reckon he's going to be crying about the referee the whole time. Of course, man. Victim FC. Rather than look at your players. That's that's just what it is. Rather than look at your players. Bath Time says, Bruno and Mark can play together, in my opinion. As the eights, uh, one should run the channels and the other get on the ball. Bruno struggling with Ramos. I think he doesn't drop deep like Martial. Neither of them are good enough for where we're trying to go, man. Let's just call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Whether it, I don't want one of them. In the starting lineup, never mind two together. I didn't want Mount in the first place. Bruno's not good enough. Can they play as two eights? Yes. Can they play as two eights in a in a function inside that's gonna go and compete at the highest level? Absolutely not. I don't know how much more evidence we need. Not so much from from Mount and Bruno together, but yeah, they're just not good enough. Bear with me one sec, fam. Mm-hmm. Yes, again, Bruno. Bruno is. Yeah, no, no, back to what Bruno and Mount can play together, in my opinion. But that's the thing is, bath time, we've seen it and it's just not working because, again, they're just too ill-disciplined to to to, to perfect their role. I'll be honest with you. You know, you say that um, one eight should run into the channel. You're probably thinking about Mount because I think he runs more into the channels and does the hard graft. And one should get deep and, you know, play play from what number six position next and support Casemiro. And that should be Bruno Fernandes because he's got the rut rate. Um, he tracks back. He presses a lot. He should be running deep, but hell, he's not doing that. They're both not doing their job. They're just not. And it's just not working. We've seen it again. We've seen it time after time and time. And we're probably going to see it tonight and we're not going to be happy with what we see. And again, on a weekend against um, Brentford, I mean, 
and, and we're just not going to be happy. We're not going to see it, man. I just don't think it will work because it's the way that these players operate for this. Their mindset is not what we want. Um, mm-hmm. It won't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, LJ says, oh, yeah, flawless. You are right about when you lose, when the, then the takeover. Then comes the takeover news. Of course, man, like clockwork. If we lose tonight, definitely tomorrow, takeover mm-hmm. news. Whether it's Sheikh Jassim's uninterested, whether he's definitely taking over, Jim Ratcliffe's going to make a new bid, he's pulled out of the deal, something like that. 100%. I know, I know, Manchin, that well, it will be a negative news regarding the takeover, mm-hmm. so we can even get even more pissed off, you know. Once we lose to Galatasaray, it'll probably be oh, mention and um, both take um, the Glazers are considering um, Sergio Ratcliffe's offer, stuff like that will probably piss you off because it's, this is not what we want. Yeah, that's just legit what it is. You know what I'm saying that's just legit what it is. Um, let's see. Oh, you're at 50 likes, big up to you lot. Continue to bump up the likes. Bath time says, What does Mark need to do to change your opinion on him? Perform consistently at a good level if he performs mm. like he did against Palace. In the League Cup, no complaints. But I know he has no consistency. I've watched him at Chelsea. That's just what he is. He's not going to transform into this top quality player. He's just not that good. That's why I don't even criticise him. He doesn't excel at anything on the football. I'm saying he don't excel offensively. He don't excel defensively. He's just not very good. There's nothing he can do. Like I say, perform to a high level. If he performs like he did against Palace, I hold my hands up and go, you know what? Top quality. But I know, you know what I'm saying? He performed very well on Tuesday, then Saturday comes in average at best because he's just an average footballer. But I think people get mistaken when, like, average players can't have good games. Same way good mm-hmm. players can have average games. That's just what it is with Mount. He's just not good enough. And we're just, we're going to suffer. It just is what it is. But we move. Uh, Bruno is class. Hey, never mind. All right, Minerals, cool. Uh, LJ says, get them likes up. Let's bump up the likes, people. Let's get up to 70 likes. Let's get up to 70 likes. Of course, T-Gains, all of that plus another another statement. Yeah, 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 100%. All of that plus another statement. Facts. Problem is Ten Hag is going to go before any of these players, which keeps you in the same cycle of failure. Full sense only. I agree with this to an extent, but he keeps picking these players. You don't have to continue to pick Rashford. You don't have to continue to pick Bruno. You don't have to continue to pick Lindelof. He don't have to continue, even though Mount's not of that. You don't have to continue to pick Mount. He signed Mount. He's choosing to, these same players who have failed other managers, which I do agree with, you choosing to play. You continue to pick Dallow. You can you continue to pick Lindelof. You continue at times to play Luke Shaw at left back. You continue at times to play McTominay. At times to play Maguire. At times when he was here to play Fred. Keep Marshy out. The list goes on. Continue to play Anthony. That's on the manager. Drop these men because our better players have actually been his signings. I'm saying your Onanas, Martinez, Casemiro, Varane's just top quality anyway. Ericsson's not so much this season, but I'm saying last season more so. Our better players were your signings. He continues to pick these men, he continues to. <laughs> um, yeah, DJ, that's crazy. I'm saying if Goldbridge said that, that's on Goldbridge. If Goldbridge thinks that United are not a bigger club than Ajax, I don't know what to... I even want to debate it, but we move. Uh, Playing Lindelof is the real crime at the moment. Absolutely, but keeping him. Force him out the door, he's not good enough. We know this. You watched him play last season. We watched him play the season before that and the season before that. Same alongside Maguire. Same with McTominay. Same with Bruno. The list goes on. Mount are throwing that mix because he was here. 
And when I say he was here, he was in the Premier League. He was in England. But we move. You know what I'm saying? We move. But let's keep it stepping anyway. Over 80 people in the building continue to bump up the likes, subscribe, all that good stuff as well. Um, Ivorian, anything you want to add we've not spoken about? Um, we've spoken about Palace, we've spoken about Galatasaray. Uh, apart from any news regarding Manchester United, have we spoken about Jaden Sancho? Oh, yeah, um, go. Jaden Sancho, flows yours. With Manchester United looking to get rid of him in general, he wanted in, of he's persisting on leaving. And I read yesterday that Barcelona have an interest in taking him out on loan. Apparently, as well, Jaden Sancho has also been in regular talks with Dortmund to probably return there, maybe on loan. But from what I'm reading, Ben Jacob is saying that um, potentially players want to try before they buy. So it definitely looks like there will be a transfer. I mean, there will be a loan. Uh, for Jaden Sancho in January. Uh, whether that happens, we'll see in it because there was still time. There's ample amount of time for Sancho to apologize if he wants to apologize and get back his Manchester United career on track. Then again, it looks like he might not apologize because the longer this continues to go on flawless, the worse it gets for any flawless. The longer it takes and the longer it drags on, things can get worse. And I don't see him apologizing, you know, at all. So, Barcelona are interested in Dortmund. Are, are also interesting according to reports of Ben Jacob. Uh, Manchester United are probably looking at a fee for around somewhere 50 million pounds for the 23-year-old Englishman that likes playing PlayStation until 3 p.m. I mean 3 a.m. in the morning. That gets paid 350k and you can't go to bed on time. I tell you right now, guys, if you're paying me 350k, yeah, I'll be going. If you told me to go to bed at 7 p.m., I'm going to bed at 7 p.m. Because you're paying me 350k per week, you know. Did you get what I'm saying? You know, I don't understand football athletes that get paid 350k per per year to be healthy, to sleep on time. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, to come to work on time. You pay me 350k per uh, a week, yo. If if I'm meant to be there at 8, 8 a.m. in the morning, I'm gonna be there at 7 a.m. in the morning because I'm getting paid. You know, I'll be happy to wake up at 6.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning just to get there on time. I'll have breakfast at that place. I won't have breakfast here. I'll have breakfast at that place. You'll see me there 45 minutes before I start my shift saying good morning to everyone. Do you want some tea? Because I'm in a good mood. I've just looked at my account. Another 350k just came in. You know, I can't believe this, man. How is it possible, you know? You know, 350k and you told me to stop smoking. I'll stop smoking, bro. Do you get what I'm saying, guys? 350k per week, and you can't go to bed on time. You know, you get paid to be healthy. Nobody pays me to be healthy. I have to pay to be healthy. But you get paid to be healthy, bro. Like, I have to pay for gym membership. You get free gym membership, you know? You get you get good nutrition. You get to eat good, you know? You get all the minerals and the vitamins in the world so you can stay active and healthy. But you can't do that, bro. 350k and you can't even go to bed on time. You're playing PlayStation until three o'clock in the morning. Oh, what are you like a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old kid that just got a brand new PS5 and wants to play the hell out of it or got the brand the brand new FC um 24 and you're gonna play it all the way till six o'clock in the morning. You're a grown ass man, man. You're a grown ass man, man. That's why I just had to rant a little bit on, on Jaden's behavior, bro. But again, the long what was your what was your thought? Sorry, I missed that. I was just sorting some stuff out. Go on. <laughs> mm. I know I was just saying the longer Jaden Sancho takes mm. 
to say sorry, the worse it gets at the moment, in it. Like whether he wants to say sorry, that's up to him. He don't, man. That's that that, yo, that working. You no, know, we, we know he don't. That working relationship's done. Done. I'm saying, like, and done. I don't have no issue with it. Like I said, LJ says he's not apologizing. I don't blame Sancho either. Definitely, but don't, don't apologize. But I would. Me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I understand. Like the the relation, the working relationship's done. It's over mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. Just keep it stepping. Mm -hmm. I don't know why people are so upset about it. I, don't I think they'll probably be upset because of the potential of the player. They know what he can, he, the impact yeah, he can have on the team. And the fact that we spent a good amount of money um, chasing him for over a year, that's the reason why. And it, they, everyone had hopes that, oh, yeah, we're going to get Jaden Sancho. will be a potential Ballon d'Or winner, you know, someone that can reach for. And, and it's been a disappointment. And they still hope that it can work out. But again, 350k per year flawless so flawless if i was giving you 350k per week and i asked mm -hmm. you to go bed at 7 p.m every day yeah but was he asked but was he asked to go bed at 7 p.m i'm just saying in it for 350k speculation week, though you should yeah, we, be able to go know. to bed on time right you know what's his does he have i can't believe i'm saying this does he have a bedtime uh, he should no does he he, no 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 he's a grown man he doesn't have a bed, bedtime but for 350k per week you right now We'll go to bed on time if it, if it has to be because why? Yeah, but he's not, he, he, he's not playing anyway. So what's the issue? Just said it there. There's nothing on his behavior. He doesn't want to apologize and wants to leave. What's the issue with him staying up late on FIFA? Yeah, because you know, he's, he's not apologizing. He's not playing football anymore. But that's yeah, been the case. Which for, is, that's been the case which for is him cool. throughout his whole career. We'll go on. Mm -hmm. 350k per week. You're, you're, a football, you're a professional football player. Go to bed mm -hmm. on time. But what you, I'm lost as in regards to what? There's no on time. Hmm? He's not there late. Is no bed on time. I go to bed on, on time. time. No, yeah. but what's the on time? Are you talking about right now in this scenario? Yeah, like no, what's going on now? In general, like in general. But we don't know what. Time. Wait, wait, wait. We can't. No, 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 Ivor. We can't do that. We don't know what time that man we goes to bed. No, that, that guy, we can't do that. Apparently, again, it's, it's apparently on midnight. You know. Yes, apparently. Again, he apparently. Even, and, and, and again, he he even said that I do go to bed um late as that well. Time, I, sure. I struggle to sleep and etc. Bro, okay, just go to bed on time. But we can't no, say he's not. I'm glad you said to use the word apparently because we don't know. Let's stop the speculation. We don't know about that man. He's been here and, what? And three and has he been how long has he been here? Three years? Two and a half, two and a bit years? And on top of that, flawless. Okay. So we don't know. Turning we'll up to training late as well, constantly. Again, and again, again, another myth. We don't know if he's turning up to training. No, but, oh, no, 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 no. Dortmund said we it. Dortmund that. said it. Dortmund said Who it. Who said that for Dortmund? The Borussia Dortmund came out and said it. the guy was Who coming said that? Coming to training late. Who from the Dortmund's not one that. person who no, 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 we're not gonna skip okay. by that. Uh, do you know, who, yes. let's do Why the sources. I'm, I'm going to find, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, because, you search I, that I because we can't just say, man. we can't just say Borussia Dortmund said that because Borussia Dortmund's not a person, that's a football club. So we have to be very, we have to be specific here. Who said that at Dortmund that he's turning up to the training late on a, um, on a constant? And to answer your question to Gunners, hey, hey, flawless if you lose today, uh, are you turning out if you lose tonight? No, I'm not. No, no one can no. be turning out. Turn our guy at this moment, man. No, I'm not. Hey, let's see. So, um, let's look on. at the fine. So, we got this, well, the best source, son. This was 2019. Uh, um, Don, Don, Don yeah. and Dusted Dortmund fined Jaden Sancho 86k for mm -hmm. and forced him to train alone in a poor rain for repeatedly turning up late. And mm -hmm. that guy was moaning. What year was this? The, when the manager, this is 2019. Let me put the link. On okay. No, I believe you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just clarifying what year it is. So okay, so it happened in two. So did it happen and again? We don't know. 
No, no, no. We would have happened none of that. We can't hit us with we don't know. If it happened again, he would have got fined again, correct? So it happened one time in his career previously. So that's an exception and to the rule. It's not a regular thing. Do you, do you remember as well um, mm -hmm. when he was at Man City when he got put into the preseason squad? He also turned up late. I'm not judging a man at 16. Like I'm not judging man at 16, 17. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm when you're 17, that. you do stupid things. Exactly. I'm I'm grown. I'm I'm much older than 17 and still doing foolishness at times. So I get it. I'm saying oh, yeah. it's an exception to the rule. Like that's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, when he was 16. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not judging man when he was 16, 17 years old. No. Because if we all got judged by 16, 17, we'd all have this. It's a myth. Dortmund no, find no. him one time. Mm -hmm. Dortmund find man one time. Cool. He's not the only player who will be fined for being late. You know what I'm saying? Paul Scholes runs refused to go to a game. Refused to get on the coach to go to a League Cup game. Does that mean he has an attitude problem? He no, it was a one-off. He, he refused it, to Oh, see, on. so that's twice. Does that mean he has an attitude problem? No, they're isolated incidents. Let's not use isolated incidents as the norm. Like, if this was happening frequently, then I'd hear it. It's not frequently. Let's stop with speculation. Oh, he's bad in training. He always turns up late to training. None of us know that for sure. Cut the, cut the speculation, please. You can say you believe so, people. Cool. If you want to believe he's always late for training and has a bad attitude, yes. But let's not state it as if it's facts. Let's not do so. Do you think Damn. it's naive to put him in the reserve until he apologizes when he won't apologize and you can't leave him in the reserve? Listen, no, listen. DJ, I think this is the smart... Before you go quickly answer this, mm -hmm. I think this is the smartest move. I think putting him in the reserves is best for Sancho, best for Ten Hag, and best for the club. I think this is, this is actually... One of the things I agree with all parties on. I think this is the smartest move to do. He's not so, going to apologize. Flawless. Cool. I just, yeah, go flawless. on. I just got another example. This go is on. the Telegraph. Jaden Sancho late to a team mm -hmm. meeting before being dropped by Gareth Southgate. So there, there mm -hmm. are repeated incidents. But back to what I was saying, mm -hmm. that question that you just addressed as well, yeah? Mm -hmm. Listen, I'll be very honest with mm -hmm. you, yeah? As a Manchester United fan, um, no. The pull him in the reserve, no. It's it's got to the stage and point where I'm fed up with a lot of players with their play, player power. So mm -hmm. at this moment in time, just leave him where he is. If he wants to be in Kennedy and Ovals, chilling with Harlem Spartan Newts, let him do that until the January comes. Because it's a bit too late now. It's been four weeks, yeah, and nothing's been resolved. This was before international mm -hmm. duty, before the international break, just before we lost to Arsenal. In my opinion, is that it's done. It's done. Yeah, it's done. Guys, it's out. Done. It's done. It's Let done. him go. Let him leave in January. Yeah, He's made done. his decision. Lay, lay yeah. in that bed, you know. Because at um, the end of the day, I just want people who are committed to the football club who want to play. We don't want people who just tell you that I'll do whatever I do I can do to 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 play with my teammates and what etc. And you don't. You do the complete opposite. It's done, man. Like I could not accept yeah, it. It's done, and I'm cool. And I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Like I said, all these incidents are, are, are isolated incidents. Like when Rashford, when Rashford woke up late for the Wolves game, no one will say Rashford has a problem with it. Right, right, right. These things are gonna happen. You're gonna turn up late to your job. Like it's going to happen. But and just to this, the Tribune says flawless. Are we saying that Ten Hag was telling lies? What was the point he was trying to make? Then no, I've never said Ten Hag lied about Sancho. Never once have I ever stated he lied. I genuinely believe he believes Sancho is not putting in the effort in regards to training. The only issue I have with is he said it publicly. And I say it before, I say it again, legit. That is it. You know what I'm saying? He should not have done that. Bear with me one sec. Fellas, you come back to your usual settings, bro. In the dark and that with a little little light, you know. What, what happened? I was enjoying the, the previous background, bro. A gunner, 8-8, a 10-hog lied. Um, 
to be fair, in my own opinion, if a manager tells you that you're not performing to your standards, is that a lie? Because that's the manager's opinion. You're not performing to your standards. No, you have not been training well. You think you've been training well, big man. But big man, listen to this. You haven't. My standards and your standards are completely different. Your standards may be there, but my standards are here, bruv. You get me? You know what I'm saying, guys? So, to me, a manager, if it says that you haven't been training well, you haven't been training well. What more can you do about that, bruv? You can't say you're a liar. Nah, you can't. At the end of the day. Mm. So, yeah, as I was saying, yeah, I need to get the ring light, actually. I'm going to get the ring light. Boys, bear with me, actually. One second. Don't worry, I got this, man. I got this. I got this. So as I was saying, yes, and big up to Kevin as well. So it's not Ivorian. I agree with you as well. So mm -hmm. why Ten Hag's bench Ronaldo then sign where it goes for? Oh God, let's not do this. Yeah, let's not. Move. But back to this, what I was saying from True Blue in regards to no, I don't think he was telling lies. What I don't like is people talking like mm -hmm. Ten Hag's telling the truth or Sancho's telling the truth just because you like one more than the other or you dislike one more than the other. All I've said on this is that he should not have said it publicly. Mm -hmm. Ten Hag could be 110% right in the Jaden Sancho scenario. And Jaden Sancho is not putting in the effort in training. I hear that. But let's say hypothetically that is true, which could be the case. You know what I'd say? Don't say it publicly. There's no need to say it publicly. That's my only issue. That's legit. It. That's the only issue I have. And what I don't like is people stating their opinions like their facts or he's bad in training. How do you know? How do you know he's bad in training? You are not there. Let's cut it out. You're not there in training. So let's not act like, oh, he's putting in the effort. You do not know because you're not watching training. Now, games we can talk about and matches and stuff, yes. But let's not talk about it. But it, let's, not, let's not act like that is the case. Yeah, he used the word effort. Yeah, he did. So let's not do that. Like, let's not do that. Please, I beg. I beg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess says, you right, Flawless. Your fans just don't like the so solution of this. Even when he's gone, United fans will still cry about Sancho. Yeah, facts. Bear me again. I mean, there's, there's certain fans that are still crying about certain mans right now, you know. I, I just still can't believe we're going to that Ronaldo situation. I just want to say again, guys, smash that like button, share across all social media platforms. I've never understood a player that wanted out and when he does leave, the fans say the manager wanted him out. The manager forced him out. I've never understood that, you know. It's like you wanting to leave your the relationship that you're in with your current girlfriend. I'm going to leave her and I've been threatening that I'll be leaving her. And then man, and then your and then man complained that oh your girl your girl kicked you out. Like, oh, she kicked you out. No, 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 no. But you wanted out of the relationship. You wanted out of the relationship. And you, and Ben is like, no, no, she was horrible, man. She kicked him out. No, 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 no. He's been telling you that he wanted out. I never understood this, that Ronaldo said he wanted out May. He gets his way. And then people are still saying, oh, the manager forced him out. I don't get it. bro. I don't get it. Didn't he not want to leave? The guy wanted to leave, so he left, didn't he? He did not get kicked out. He didn't get forced out. Ronaldo left on his own accord by doing an interview with Pierce Morgan, who's an Arsenal fan which technically is an op sing into your ops you know so yeah man you must can say what you want to say i can never but first i've ever heard of it a player that wanted out yeah and got went out and, and fans huh? fanboys are saying that Fan, fanboys isn't it out. that's what it is you know what i'm saying like it's, it's the same thing with the sancho thing ten hag wants sancho gone sancho mm -hmm. wants to leave 
What's mm-hmm. the issue? Mm-hmm. Ronaldo wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. The manager wanted Ronaldo gone. Solution mm-hmm. found. But I said it before. I say it again. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like what, two things. One, how we got to the resolution. And two, mm-hmm. the resolution itself. I'm mm-hmm. fine with the resolution. Ten Hag won't. I mean, Ten Hag. Sancho will not be successful here. Mm-hmm. He will not be he will not be successful here under this manager. Moving on, I've said it before. He's not a modern day Premier League winger, Jaden Sancho. I think he'll be successful elsewhere. But hey, we yeah. move. hey, if Ronaldo hope- left. If Ronaldo left because he felt that he was disrespected, hold that. What I'm saying, hold that again, now again, again. Felt disrespected, like he oh, didn't yeah. disrespect Manchester United on a few occasions during that whole preseason and leaving work early and all that kind of stuff twice and being a bad, uh, a bad what's it called. But yeah, man, you know what, Sancho, this is, I hope his next move, he really shine because, again, he needs to show me that he's got the mentality, you know, to handle things because at, some, at certain situations, certain occasions, when he was um, g- g- receiving negative criticism, especially for uh, when he was at Dortmund, when his manager spoke a little ill of him, his management team didn't like it and they called him out for it and when Eric Tenhog, I think last season spoke, says a couple of things, the management team called him out for it as well. So I hope when he moves to the next team, because he, the, he needs to have the mentality, he needs to be, have that strong Terrence Crawford mentality where you're resilient and nothing affects you. Because if you don't have the mentality in football, you won't go that far in football, you know. You might capitulate at the end of the day. And he's showing to me right now, he doesn't have that mentality, you know. Yes, the manager called you out. And and the, and the man said you haven't been training well, and now you're moaning and, conf- and throwing all your toys out the pram and all that kind of stuff, and that just shows me that you don't have that mentality that a top club needs. A top club needs a, a player with resilient mentality and strongness, and that cannot be broken. And that's the type of mentality that we've had at Manchester United under Sir Alex Ferguson. But now we've got players who are too fragile. All they care about is their self-image, and they can't handle the pressure. So yeah, man. I hope Sancho fixes that. Yeah, because and mentality is a, is a big thing when it comes to football. When you when you want that, to reach the top as well. And that's it. it. And people still talking about CR seven. If he felt disrespected, so be it. Innit? Hold that, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Felt disrespected. I don't care. Mm. In it, you're no longer uh, at Manchester United Football Club, mm. and all the mm. fanboys can cry about uh, mm. Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't care. Couldn't mm-hmm. care less. I'm saying I we're a bad team. A bad team. Less, we're a bad team without him. Mm-hmm. So we just keep it stepping. I, I felt disrespected when you went to the press and said that you're 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 being held as a slave. I felt disrespected when when you said for the second time you said you wanted to leave, yeah, and didn't turn up for preseason. People forget this though. When 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 he feels disrespected, it's okay. But when he disrespected the club, that was all right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nah, nah. You know Football, what? that's how it works, man. Karma, how karma works. I disrespected when you sat down yeah. with an Arsenal fan and told the, the Arsenal fan our business. That's sitting down with the, Imagine sitting down with your ops, you know, and yeah. telling them all the weaknesses from your side of the yeah. t- table. Like, calm, calm is what's it called? Calm, no, calm, even forget that. Calm is beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Because when he disrespected us in 2008-9, whenever he left, mm-hmm. that nah, was okay. I'm a slave. I'm a slave. That, was, that was okay. Yeah. I but then leave. when you feel disrespected, now all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all right, cool. Hey, calm, I never thought about it like that. Calm mm-hmm. works, but yeah, in regards to the Ronaldo situation, glad it happened the way it did. Yep. Good riddance. Um, yep. Jaden Sancho, unfortunately, I'm a big fan of Sancho, big fan of him as a player, super talented. He's not going to work out here. We should have moved him on in the summer. Yeah, and we, you know, I'm Flores, actually, I'm actually happy we found a resolution. Flores, we, we found a resolution. We called this out. We called this out. Remember last mm-hmm. season we spoke about this. Mm-hmm. We said he's giving us this Pogba mm-hmm. vibes that he will not work out. Mm-hmm. 
And look at us now. For one year forward, fast, fast mm-hmm. one year forward, look at the situation. Mm-hmm. It's not worked out. We called it out mm-hmm. a long time ago last year, man. Well, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? I said also, we said all summer long about moving on Sancho. Well, hey, mm-hmm. we move. Uh, to Stephanie G, who says, well, yeah, like I said, I clarify. Glad the way the Ronaldo situation happened, good riddance. And then in regards to Sancho, I'm glad we've actually found a resolution. I'm one of the few fans who's actually happy with what, not happy, that's the wrong word, but content with how, but we should have just dealt with it sooner. That's the most annoying thing because Sancho should have been yeah. moved on in the summer. Yes. Sancho should have been moved on in the summer. Is Anthony going to start tonight um, or bench, guys? Apologies if I already asked. I'm not even sure he's in the squad. I don't Granted, know. He's in the squad. If I he's in the squad, the he plays. Squad. The squad should be if out he's... soon. Yeah, yeah double check o'clock. the squad. If he's in the squad, yeah, he plays. He starts. That's his guy. That's Tenderag's guy. So if he's sad, in the squad, sadly. he plays. Yeah, sadly, yeah. that's his guy. Hundred percent. Without doubt, I need to find a ring light for this watch along, which I will do. But before we continue, people, we are going to close out shortly. Still yes. over seventy-five people in here. Let's get up to seventy likes, please. Like, check one, two, one, two. Subscribe to Ivorian's channel. Link is in the title. And subscribe here to Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Hit the notification bell. Check out the upcoming live stream schedule. We are at 8,250. Looking for five more subscribers, people. Girls to 8,255 people. There's over 75 in here. I'm asking for five subs. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell as well. Oh, Tenag said yesterday he's up for selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in contention, yeah. If he's, if he's, in, if he's in contention, then he starts. 100% he starts. It's well, Tanak's guy. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. I hope he don't. But he is. It should be the same. International. Yeah, it should be the same team that played Palace on Tuesday, but it won't be. It should be that League Cup team. But yeah, I can see Anthony starting. I can definitely see him starting. Let's see. Do we miss anything else? Um, No, don't think. I don't think we did. Let's see. I'm just making sure. Already answered most of the questions. And yeah, True Blue, just back to that in regards to him telling lies. I haven't, just to clarify, because people get things, in case anyone's getting anything mm-hmm. confused, I don't actually think Ten Hag is lying. Actually, I can't say that. I don't know. And word to Peter, people really don't know what they don't know. It's okay to say you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say on the, on the Ten Hag Sancho situation initially in regards to training. Why people are talking about on the pitch stuff, nothing to do with it. Why are people talking about his performances? Nothing to do with what's been said. But again, people just like talking about things that don't have anything to do with the actual topic at hand. Never once have I defended Sancho's performances on the pitch and it has nothing to do with the situation. The only criticism I have of Ten Hag in regards to the situation is how he initially handled it. How Mm -hmm. Ten Hag and Sancho have handled it afterwards, I fully understand. Ten Hag wanted an apology, I get it. Sancho refusing to apologize, I also get it. Ten Hag not wanting him to play, I get it. Sancho not wanting to play, I get it. Mm-hmm. And if I was Sancho, I would have done the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? I did ex- the exact same thing. I would have called out the manager publicly. I wouldn't have apologized. Forget that. I know apologize for what? Kind of... Yeah, 100%. You can't, again, anywhere you critiqued, you can be critiqued. And I'll continue mm-hmm. to say that. I will continue to say that. Yeah, Black Diamond, that's the thing. If we if we don't know, we simply don't know. We, oh, he's a terrible trainer. You don't know that. We don't know. You, you believe he's a terrible trainer? Cool. But you can't say he's a terrible trainer because you're not at Carrington day in, day out. The only people that I know is the manager himself, the mm-hmm. players and the coaches. Mm-hmm. That's all. And we're hearing two different things. Sancho saying one thing, Ten Hag saying the other. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. I don't know who to believe because I don't know any of them personally. So I don't know their characters like that. But hey, yo, we move. Um, but yeah, let's let's see what else. I can't see Tenard dropping Anthony from now on, season over for Palestri and Ahmad. And they're the two Ramo we should be playing that side. It should be between Palestri and Diallo once Diallo's back um, 110% fit. But we move. Let's see. We did actually get to the... We bumped up the likes as well. Yeah, we went way over 50, closing in on 70 likes. Large up you lot, man. Oh, real ones. Man. Real ones. I know. Real ones. Um, and Stephanie G says, come on, United, just win tonight. Facts. That's Facts. what we want. Just win tonight. Facts. That's it. Just win tonight. That's all we need. Legit. Just win. That's it. Just win. If you know... Yeah, United should have. I agree, DJ. United should have moved on Sancho in the summer. We should have. And uh, Nick, what's, what's, what's your score prediction? We haven't even done our score prediction. We'll do our score prediction just to get to this from Nick, who says Sancho will apologize to Ten Hag because he thinks Ten Hag's days as managers are numbered. I don't think it's that. They just genuinely mm. don't get on. Mm. Even if, 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 um, and this is just me from the outside looking in. Sancho seems like, yo, if I've been wrong, I'll speak up, and I get it because I'm from, I'm on that same thought process. The manager could be have a lifetime deal. You are not gonna unfairly criticize me to millions, and I don't say anything back. Forget who you are. Forget that I'm Jaden Sancho, the professional footballer. Forget that I'm on X amount of money. Forget that I have a high profile. Forget that I'm at Manchester United Football Club. I am going to defend myself verbally, and I'll do that anyway. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Like that's me per talking from personal experience. Like he's defending himself and people are crazy. Oh, you can't speak like that to the manager. Whatever, man. I don't know where you lot was raised that that's that you could just be disrespected in front of millions and you just shut up. What? <laughs> what? Where did he do that? Where? Um, well, we move. <laughs> but yeah, score predictions, fam. Score predictions. Score predictions for me, Flawless. Um, I think Manchester United will probably win 2-1 today against Galatasaray. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll go from Hoyland. I don't know who else will score the other goals, but I think Hoyland will get a goal in today. Two so you're saying United. what? You're saying 2-1 Manchester United, Hoyland and yeah. another scorer. Do we go 1-0 yeah. down in your opinion? Oh, yes. In the first 20 minutes. <laughs> you know how it is. And then come back, which will be good. Oh, it's crazy. I, I enjoy it. Flores, we all enjoy a comeback win than, mm. than just winning 3-0. Actually, to mm. be fair. Would and you rather Tio... have a 3-0 or come back? No, no, no. Bring me a free note. I don't need us going 1-0 down, man. My life will flash before my eyes. Win this comfortably, <laughs> man. And to, to T.O. who says, how was Sancho disrespected? I don't think he was disrespected. I think he was unfairly criticised in his opinion. That's what it was. And he defended himself. Same way if somebody in the chat says some misinformation about me, and we're only in front of over 80 people. It's not 80 well, million, over 80 people. My camera just disappeared. Yeah, your camera, now nah, you just froze, but we can still hear you. Oh, you froze? Gosh, Good pose, though. Please. <laughs> you know what I'm but in regards to um, Sancho being disrespected, no, he feel he was unfairly criticized. Same way, T.O., if I unfairly criticize you right now for something, you are going to respond back in the chat. What's the difference? What's the difference? Oh, but if I was your manager, it makes it it makes it OK. Like, no, a lot of people, a lot of people don't have that thought process. A lot of people do, as I've seen with the Sancho situation. Can't swear because my niece is here, but F your title. <laughs> I can't repeat that enough. I don't care about your title. Manager, team leader, owner, head of the scouting department, head of the medical staff, COO, director of football. If you criticize me unfairly publicly, I'm going to criticize you back publicly. I don't know how many times I need to say it. 
how many times have I said this on this microphone, on this platform, on this show? Anywhere you criticize me, I will criticize you back. If you criticize me publicly and I feel it's unfair, guess what? I'm going to say something back publicly. I don't get it. I don't, and I've done this in real life. Obviously, nowhere near to the level, but I've had back and forth with managers um, public in front of the rest of the team. You are not going to fit. You are not disrespecting me. No, you are not criticizing me unfairly. He believed he was criticized unfairly. I agree with him. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're going to get criticized back. Simple as that. I don't know what, like I said, I can't repeat enough. I don't know where they do that, at, but they don't do that around here. Mm -hmm. When I say that, I'm talking about me. I'm not, I'm not for that. No. Um, in regards to the game, yeah, I'm too traumatized to go a goal down. I think we win 2 1. <laughs> I think we win 2 1. I'm just used that. to the norm. That's the reason why I say 1 0 because what I'm, this is what I'm used to these mm -hmm. days, you know. Manchester going down mm -hmm. a goal, a goal so mm -hmm. early after 20 minutes of playing fantastic football. I'm used to it, man. Mm -hmm. That's what I know right now. So I go with what I know, Flawless. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, that's it. I think we win 2-1. I think we go 2-0. I think we go two goals up. And how they said lineups out. Already still starting Bruno and Rashford. No surprise, I said. No. Someone dropped the lineups. And we'll talk about the lineups real quick before we do indeed. How's the lineup out? Normally, the lineups out at 7 p.m. That's what, the, that's, that's what people are saying. How they just said it in the chat. That the I ain't seen nothing. Let me go to my third. This is... Someone drop the lineup in the chat, please. Please so, do that. Okay. Copy. Yeah, because we're not seeing it. Man is saying how they um Hannibal starts. Okay. So that means Hannibal. Yeah, line up, please, people. What are we saying? And bump up the likes as well, man. And continue to subscribe. Is the lineup not out, Nick? I got I got this. I got this. It's done. Uh Assad says Champions League is one hour and fifteen before. Give me one second, fam. Bear with me. This is what I got from United Reports. I don't know if that's real confirmed, but yeah, Anthony named on the bench. Let me go to BBC Sport. It looks like it is, guys. What it is. Let me just go on BBC Sport just to double check if this is the actual starting out. But this is what I got. So when I know it's starting. You know, BBC Sport hasn't released their lineup, but this is what I got from United Reports, guys. That's the source. United Report has has tweeted this out saying Onana in goal, Dalo playing right back for Ran, Lindelof, Amrabat playing left back again. Oh no! What happened to this Fernandez? Keep, you keep this... keep it keep it rolling, fam. I think he's on loan, but give me two minutes. Is yeah, I'll be back in two. Okay, Amrabat, Casemiro, Mount, Fernandez. Hannibal, Rashford, and Hoyland playing up front, man. So if Bruno Fernandes and Rashford are still starting today, so hey, I already know what it's going to be. Giving the ball away, football. Mount as well and Fernandes. This guy really rides on this Fernandes and Mount, um, um, Fernandes and Mount situation. He really going to ride to it, you know. He will die on that sword, you know, guys. He definitely will die on that Mount and Bruno Fernandes sort of playing them in midfield and keeping us far too open. It's not working. Has up to him that wants to be persistent in making it work, but to my opinion, it won't work, man. Hoyland as well. I hope they can find you, bro. I really hope they can find Hoyland today and Hoyland's got some goals in, you know, especially with Rashford. Because Rashford spoke about playing, um, training individually with Hoyland, extra sessions to understand each other, but 
did they did they understand each other against Crystal Palace Saturday? No. Um, the game before that, the Burnley game, I mean, no, didn't. When the pass was there for Hoyland to square it to him, he didn't find him. And that's your typical Rashford. He doesn't see anyone else but himself, man. I don't understand. Maybe because he scored 30 goals, he thinks he can do it again or he thinks he is the shit and he signed a new contract of 350k. But bad brother, listen to me. I'll be honest with you, Rashford. You are not the shit. You're not the shit. Now, we'll stay, I'll say this again. I, I will say this with chess. You are still the same player that you have been since 18. But yeah, man. Yes. Let me actually remind, bless for that, fam. Just sorting out some other stuff. Um, so what is the actual lineup? Oh, I just... Oh, let me just go back. I missed it. I yeah, yeah, it run I through it again. On. I pull it. I pull it on. So, yeah. so Onana in goal, Dalo, mm -hmm. Varane, Lindelof, Amrabat playing left back, the, mm -hmm. the Casemiro, Mount Fernandez midfield, Hannibal, Rashford yeah. and Hoyland. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming that maybe Hannibal play more in the number 10 role and play, play Fernandez on the right-hand side instead. So that's what I'm assuming because that's the only way things can work because we need Hannibal in, in the midfield giving us those legs and energy as well and running those kilometres, man. I just can't believe it. A, a player like Hannibal has outrun everyone else in the last five years, man. Like, man set that record against Burnley and broke a record, man. My Seriously. bad. So we've got so we got Onana in goal, mm -hmm. Dalo, Lindelof, Varane, Amrabat. Mm -hmm. Then the midfield is Bruno, he, yeah. Casemiro, Mount. And yeah, use the front three. Hannibal, Rashford, Hoyland. But I'm assuming that maybe Fernandez will move to Mount the right. Mount or Bruno will play right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want to know because we want we want we want Hannibal in in central areas, yeah. in key areas. Right. Man. We don't, it's we don't good enough to get a result when we move. It's definitely good enough. But hey, love to everyone that's locked in. Big up. Um, my apologies on the, on, the, on the slight inconveniences and stoppages. But, you know, you know how it is, people. Family duties always first. You lot already know. Um, I have worried. Anything you want to add before we leave? No, not much. But guys, I am back live as well today. We're both live doing the watch along. So make sure you yes. tune in as well. Hopefully, Manchester United don't concede goals so man can clip me again with my reaction and post it on the YouTube clips and all that kind of stuff, you know. You know, they, 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 they never they never post the, the happy side of me, you know, when we score goals and I'm celebrating. It's always the when we concede goals and I'm swearing and everything and moving mad. It's what they want to clip up and enjoy and laugh for themselves, you know. Out here laughing at my pain. But yes, again, back live to review the game on Saturday. I think 8 or 9 p.m. So just watch out for the on the on the schedule as well. And live on Thursday for your latest Manchester United news on 5 p.m. as well. And always subscribe to Red United TV and subscribe to Sarcasm City, baby. You get me. A big up to everyone, people. Hey, love to you lot, man. Always enjoy these shows. Is it yes? We will be redirecting to Big Six Bands as well. Large up my guy Monster, whole Big Six Bands hierarchy. Large up to everyone in the chat as well just says off topic they released the Luis Diaz audio they were screaming corruption nah that's just incompetence yeah we're going to discuss hey people Manchester United Liverpool show midnight so you know that's going to be a good one Ram will be there Ryan will be there I think Saint will be in the building as well so the Liverpool and the Liverpool fans in the chat will be there as well that's midnight UK time of course like Ivorian said watch along here as well make sure you got both watch alongs on you got Ivorian's watch along and mine just put one of them on mute because they're both plays regardless so make sure you support both of us as well Ivorian always great chatting to you my guy you already know what it is you already know 
Um, but yeah, see, yeah, this is the lineup here. So it'll be interesting to see who plays wide right. But one thing I will give Ten Hag credit for, he's realised that Bruno Mount in the same midfield is not work. It's not working. He's figured that out. He's fig even though I could have told him that before he signed Mount, he's figured that out because it is going to be Casemiro, Hannibal, and then one other. So whether it's Bruno wide right or Mount, I actually hope it's Mm. Probably Bruno, but Bruno wide right to be honest. Mm -hmm. Ah, it's two cheeks are the same. Yes. Makes no difference in it. But <sighs> yeah, anyways, love to everyone that's locked in. You lot are real ones. You know what I'm saying? Each and every time. Ivorian, let them know where they can find you, all that good stuff as well. Of course, Red United TV on the YouTube, Red United TV on the Twitch, Red United TV as well on Facebook and the Ready Night TV one on Instagram. And me personally, if you want to follow me personally, guys, I've run underscore spice on Twitter and Instagram. And if you guys do follow me on Instagram, Ready Night TV, let, inbox me, send me a message, and I'll follow you back. It's like, yeah, because I'm, I'm that guy, bro. I'll follow you back. Just message me and I'll follow you guys back, man. Yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen one of them. I think it was Minerals, and I realized that he's been following me. So, Minerals, I've just followed you back as well. But yeah, love to everyone that's locked in. Um, like I said, we're going to raid Big Six Bants. So make sure, give me one second, I'll do it for you. Give me one second. Yes, no, you don't do it. Give me one second. Okay. Right. Anyways, people, as we were saying, make sure you raid Big Six Bants. Um, well, you're gonna, we're going to raid Big Six Bants. Put Sarcasm City Raid in capital letters in the chat. But this has been the Mandem United podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in and see you lot in 20 minutes see you lot 20 minutes before kickoff for the Manchester United Galatasaray Champions League watch along salute peace guys